bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. And we're recording this from Mexico. We're laying down. <laughs> we are laying, literally, we are <laughs> laying down. This is the first, this is going to be called the laying down special because we <laughs> are tired. Laying, we are tired. We are tired. Do you want to know what we're tired of? Well, what? Being sober. <laughs> We are completely tired of being sober. It's exhausting. It's draining. It's exhausting. It's not fun. Nope. It's, while well, other people are having fun, you're not having fun. You're in reality, like, <laughs> is this how we look, act, sound? Oh, I mean, I was, we were standing in line, getting on the ship, and there was a guy who was just like, having the time of his life, and just like, what are you doing? Let me get me, let me pop your hat, yeah. And he was laughing and having fun, we were like, what a noxious fucking asshole. But like, he was drunk, and having a great time. And we were sober. Yeah, and just watching people's him. eyes that look like they've been dipped in Vaseline. <laughs> And then I'm like, are they high or are they just drunk? And it's like, they can just, they, their eyes get like that just from drinking. Dipped in Vaseline. Just a glaze. Yeah. Wet. Staring. Googly. Mm-hmm. Unfocused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're in Mexico or the last day at sea. Um, and um, we don't have any Baltober <laughs> gifts to talk about. But there's a lot of Baltobers on this ship. And... Um, we do. We have been informed by our mail place that we have two packages waiting at home. Right. I, I know those are balls. <laughs> they are. They're balls. Sure. So whoever sent the balls, we haven't gotten them yet. We got a nice review from this. How tired is the sound? <laughs> Can we even get into it? Like, okay. Um. What should we? We got in a. What? We got a. You can do it. We can do it. We got a nice review from a Patreon subscriber named Bob Houlihan, <laughs> which sounds like a fake name. It's like it sounds like someone from Mash. Yeah, it's like exactly it does. It like sounds, Sergeant Houlihan. Yeah. I think that's an actual actual character. Oh, okay, so that's probably why it I'm not like sure, a fake but I name. think it is. Well, I fucking love Bob, and I love his review. And it came in, um, here it came in today, so okay. Meow is gonna read it from All Bob. Right. Following politics can usually bore my gay ass to sleep, but ever since being told by my sister, Megan, to listen, I have been addicted. My father recently passed away, and honestly, your humor was the only thing that made me smile since him and I used to talk politics on the way to work. Your humor is amazing, timing perfect, and with all due, Julie has officially turned this homo into a feminist. 
Love you both. Well, that's nice. Bob, wow. first of all, thank you, Megan Houlihan. Yeah. I don't know if Megan has a new married name now, but <laughs> Megan Houlihan. It's Megan O'Shaughnessy now. Thank you for uh, for recommending us to Bob. I There was a lot in there. Um, first of all, he capitalized addicted and that to us, and he said he was a homo, and he said that him and his dad would talk politics on the way to work, so I don't know if he would call his dad yeah. or if he worked with his dad. I know. I imagine them in a pickup truck. Driving to work together. You know what I mean? That's I what imag- I was imagining. I imagined them in a sedan. Mm. And mm-hmm. they were rich. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, it was like more- Bob's dad <laughs> owns like-, like an accounting firm. Oh, they were Bob going- works mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm imagining like trading places <laughs> and they're in a limo. Okay, good. And there's a phone that's okay. attached to the car. And it's giving them the numbers. And they're dressed in three-piece suits. And then they're like, oh, can you believe these pork bellies? And then, I know, <laughs> thank God they're going up, but, well, with Trump, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's, uh, yeah, and then health insurance, you know what I mean? And then at the end, it's like, looking good, Bob. <laughs> Feeling good, <laughs> Dad. Well, Bob, we love you. Sorry about your dad. And I'm glad that our shitty-ass lives and shitty take on politics have comforted <laughs> you in any way. You're here with us in the in Mexico on the yep. boat. That's right. I don't know. I loved his review. I thought it was so sweet. Really sweet. I mean, ha, I mean. Really and you know sweet. what? Everyone else needs to do: join the fucking Patreon, like Bob. Okay. Uh, Bob doesn't need to be the only one on the Patreon. No. Well, we've gotten. We have the most amazing Patreon family. We're so lucky and grateful for all of you that have joined the Patreon. It's keeping the lights on in this room. In this. That's ship. why we're laying down because we don't get paid. We don't be getting paid for dumb gay politics. So we said, you know what? We will lay down because we don't get paid for this. On the Patreon, we sit up and we do it. I mean, we have laid down. We do (laughs) twice. (laughs) But still, we, for this, I was like, is that unprofessional? It's like, who cares actually? Because the whole thing is unprofessional because you're not professional when you don't get paid. That's true. And I mean, it's a podcast. If you want to go join the Patreon, go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. And we recently changed our goal. Okay, let's talk about that, yeah. Okay. So we changed the goal. Let's now you see talk- if you can get it right. Okay, well, <laughs> the original goal was 3,000 Patreons, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And we, th- we said when we got 3,000 Patreons, we're going to do two hours of podcasting, right? It would be two one hour podcast per week. So not just two hours of blathering on in the same mood. Right. Like one hour, one day. One hour, another day. Yeah. So, so one day, one day. Yeah. So completely different. A completely different day. Just completely different day. A completely different day. So whatever happened to And I'm day. considering getting a keyboard so I can add like special music to it and stuff. Well, you said along with the new goal. Yes. You will also get the keyboard. Yes. So the new goal is... 2,000 Patreons. Right. And once we get, and right now we're at 1,500, so we right. just need 500 more, and then we're going to add another hour, so then it will be our hour keyboard. Yeah, that's, and then that will essentially be three hours of podcast a week for $1. Right, which is good. That's really good. good. Like, really good. That can get people through some commuting. I mean, I know that, oh my God, totally. Commuting... For even, like, at the top of the day and the end of the day. You know what I mean? Because that's how I like to use them. I do top of the day, end of the day. So when I'm working sometimes, I'll put in the car, let's say, Well, that's a commute. Right. (laughs) Like, to work, from work. Right. Got it? Right. Don't tell anyone else what other things you listen to. (laughs) 
<laughs> say you listen to our Patreon when you when I'm when you commuting. Commute. <laughs> I listen to our Patreon and I right. listen to it twice. That's right. Our old ones. And yeah, I listen to it twice. Why not? I mean, I recycle it and I do it and I listen and I love it and I laugh. Well, um, I'm glad. I'm glad you laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not. The thing is, that's not going to cost anyone any more. So all you have to do is be like Megan and Bob, our new favorite Patreons, mm. who Megan probably doesn't even do Patreon, that fucking bitch. Bob, get your sister on. Um, well, She's not even ever allowed in the limo either. Like, they no, totally Megan, like, cut her out. not even allowed at the accounting Women firm. are not allowed to work as CEOs, <laughs> so she's not allowed to work. So, like, do like Megan and Bob and recommend it to your siblings. <laughs> and also, sign up your boss. If you're an assistant, an executive assistant, if you have access Minor to your assistant. boss's computer... Mm-hmm. To your work, you know, oh, bud, sign funds. up, sign up, yeah, sign just up. assign mm-hmm. your work up. Be like, guess yeah. what? Guess what? Washington Mutual, <laughs> um, San Bernardino, we got the Brandy and Julie Patreon now. <laughs> and then they'll be like, well, play it. And then it's like, mm, well, it's really not safe for work, but you can play it later. Our press word is like WAMU SB. <laughs> <laughs> so do it like that. Sign up your damn work. SBC Global one two four pound. Banco Franco seven six four hashtag. That's the same as pound. Like Jade, what did Jade make it? She made it like DGP six nine six nine or something. Right. I don't even know that. Jade's probably there. Like bitch, don't give the password out. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, that's the deal. It's we only need five hundred more, which really is a lifetime if you think about it. Like there's yes. no way five hundred people are going to do it, but we're just hey, we're throwing it out there, we're putting it to the universe, yep. we're setting our intention, yep. we're lighting it on fire and yep. throwing it in a dumpster. And we're that's hoping how we're doing for it. I want that to be by January. Oh my god, now that would be that would be one hell of a twenty nineteen intention to come true. It sure would, and I'm that's what I'm gunning for. Yeah, well there's there's like 75 days or for that to happen or 70 days for that to happen. So so we just need Let's how many see, people per 60, day? 60, yeah. If it were 50 into 5, Let me see here. that would be... <laughs> Hold on a second. So that would be 10 Wait a, a day. Minute. But we need Hold a little on. more than that. Let's see here. So maybe 12 Wait a day. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to get to the yeah, to the Do you calculator. even know where your calculator is? The calculator. Here we go. Okay. All right. 70. So seven. <laughs> Seven. Oh, not a number, it says. Not a number. Okay, let's. Whoop. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> 70. Now, if I really were to do it, it would be what? Okay. Well, oh, look well, how big the calendar gets. I mean, that's calculated. Yeah, I don't know. Mine doesn't do that mm. on my um, dashboard, if you will. It's basically, we have 1504. So it's really um, 496. Okay. No, 496. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Divided by uh-huh. 70. Let's say there's 70 days. Okay, that's 7.0. Is that right? Oh, seven a day? That can't be right. Well, that's never going to happen. <laughs> seven a day? I thought it was 10 a day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we're doing that right. But um, we need approximately 10 a day. That will never happen in a million, billion years. So 500 won't even happen by like two, 2020. But uh, hey, you know what? We lowered our goal. We're feeling good about it. Yeah. And... Um, uh, you know what? We need Baltober gifts. That's what I, need. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, when we get when we get home, we're gonna open some Baltober gifts, and then I'm gonna decide what November is gonna be. Though I might wait till December. <laughs> but we're definitely going to do another theme. Oh yeah, and we're gonna change our mail so we're, so it's package more package ready. 
more package yes. approach. So we can be, yeah, you said flat screen TV monk, <laughs> flat screen TV member. That's right. TV member. TV member. And then it's going to be coffee table December <laughs> um, and new house January. Yeah. So, so let's get to eye of the shit storm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. So this week, the eye of the shitstorm was most likely the dead Saudi Arabian American citizen who worked for the Washington Post. But the news on that dude is dubious at best. And quite frankly, it's just more fun to talk shit about Facebook. Also, motherfucker's dead. So <laughs> it got chopped up in the Saudi Arabian Peninsula. I mean, embassy. <laughs> <laughs> the embassy's and, probably in the peninsula. And we know that they did it. We know. We know. We just know. Yeah. Like, what's their, it's they dubious. killed him. What's the point? There was a bone saw. They knew they were going to kill him. They chopped him up. They put him in a bag. He's gone. It's Saudi, the guy, the crown prince. He knew about it. Saudi Arabia is a bunch of shady motherfuckers, and that's it. I would, Next. I would love a bone saw. You would? Yeah. For what? I don't even know how you procure one without immediately getting on a list. It's like when you Google how to make GHB. I think that what that means is that one of those people was a doctor, which means that they, you know what I mean? They they got one of those guys in who's a doctor and had a bone saw. Oh. That is so grotesque. Like, you know what I mean? And not only is it easier and it's to talk shit about. It's not It's not just fun to talk shit about Facebook. It's easier, especially when you're laying down in Mexico. So, <laughs> uh, a Russian bitch named Elena Kushyanova. Mm, that was good. Kushyanova. Kushyaya. Wait, I'm thinking of a song. To Shy Kushyanova. Yeah. She was charged with using social media platforms to commit information warfare to fuck with the midterm elections, which are happening, you guys, next month. I mean, it's fucking... Supposedly, she is the chief accountant for a Russian entity called Project Latka. No, Project Lakta. I thought it said Latka. Latka. I wanted to say Latka. Are Latkas Russian? No, Project Lakta. Lakta. I mean, that's very close to Latka. Which used trolls to create thousands of social media and email accounts um, that purported to be from Americans to, uh, quote, amplify divisive social media and political content. All right. So prosecutors said the sophisticated campaign that the bitch was a part of, (laughs) quote, did not exclusively adopt one ideological viewpoint, but instead tried to push incendiary positions on various political controversies Across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So it's like, it wasn't just one thing. It wasn't pro-Trump or whatever. Right, it, was, it, was, it was anything just to cause arguments. Which they love doing. They love. That's they the want, They want people to like get person after person and groups. And it's just Yeah, they so, want a culture war. And they have one on their hands. They do. They The Russians created the culture. It's so gross. The Russian group created fake personas and then attempted to sow conflicts along racial lines and sometimes advocated positions that directly opposed each other, they could go any which way with whom they supported as long as it turned Americans against one another. Ew. Question. Do we need any more reasons to get the fuck off Facebook? (laughs) I know that it's Twitter and Thurstagram too, and I know that Facebook even owns Thurstagram. But Facebook has more people our parents' age on it, right? Right. And also, 
the posts are more comprehensive, like, as opposed to a tweet, which is, like, however many characters. I don't know, like, yeah, 180 I, or whatever, I don't, I don't know. know. So, and then Thirstagram, it's, like, are you, all you're going to be able to do there is, like, a meme, right? Right. Or a, you're going to write on a photo. But it's, but Instagram people are scroll, scroll lots. Yes, They're scroll, scroll lots That's for right. the gods. They don't That's care. Right. They're scroll. Let me see, what's this bitch? Oh, where yes. is she on vacation? Oh, this yes. motherfucker. Right. And then you go past someone that's like, hashtag me too. And it's like, keep it going. No. <laughs> and the next person like, hashtag I believe I'm... you survivors. And it's like, no. Where is this? And then look at this motherfucker. He's in Palm Springs again. Um, yeah, oh. all that. Yeah, yep. do that. So that's why Facebook is more... People are looking for a fight on Facebook. They are looking for it. Yes. They are completely looking for it. And I I even, I mean, I was, I'm not going to say where I was. I'm not going to say who it was, but I'm going to just say that it was. Okay. <laughs> and the person was at work. Okay. And basically was like deep in his phone and was like, hold on one second. I'm going to, I'm hold on one second. And I was like, we're talking about our job, blah, blah. And he was like, hold on. Dip, 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 click, 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 click. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just in this fight on Facebook. And I just, I can't, I just have to finish it. I just have to finish this. And I was like, oh shit, is, who is it with? It's like, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's, I don't even know who this is. And I was just thinking, there you go. Right. It's a Russian bot is who it is. Yeah. And we're at work. Yes, exactly. And you're fighting with, uh, yeah, with someone in Hakistan. Kagurgis. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say Kagurgistan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> but yours is way better. Either or. No, they're both they're both no, no. bullshit. Hashagagistan is that's the thing. That's so good. it's like so here the now Julie's gonna like she got she downloaded some memes that this bitch fucking yeah. Stolichnaya or whatever the fuck vodka <laughs> Stolichnaya did, and they're they're confusing to me. I, they wouldn't even make me. It's like when they, I always remember that specific meme that was like Hillary, it was like at a Hillary at a Black Lives Matter convention or, or March. The March never existed. The fact that they oh. needed to put Hillary at the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. was already like so gross because it was making people who hate Black Lives Matter hate Hillary. And right, I was just like, it right, was right, so... Right, right, And I'm like, and if you hate Black Lives Matter, you should be blown off the earth anyway. <laughs> right. And it's just, it the whole... Ugh, it, it, these memes are... They're there to cause dissension and that's what they're doing. Yeah. And and then completely. I look at them and get confused. And this is why well, I'm Well, this on one was completely confusing and I completely didn't understand it. I mean, I understood... There's Obama's face, and then behind Obama's face are, like, these Muslim guys who are supposed to be in the Muslim Brotherhood, which is basically, like, um, ISIS or whatever. And, and who knows if they're the real guys? I don't know. I think that might be Osama bin Laden. <laughs> and then there's, like, this disgusting... It's just, like, mugshots of guys with yeah, beards. Yeah, mugshots with disgusting I beards. I mean, Osama bin Laden's never looked hotter, so I don't think that's him. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> but that beard looks pretty familiar of him, Well, it looks like know. his graying beard. Yes. And look how that... They used this him again one? on the far side. Yeah, these no. two. Oh, oh, the, here? Yeah, that's I him again. I think this one's the same, this one's the same, this one's the same. Yeah, it is. And this is all the same. Now, not for nothing, and it's no, not a cultural, I'm not being racist, or I'm, but they're disgusting. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, I can't, I'm, I'm they're <laughs> oh fucking disgusting. So I can't. Jesus. It's the guys with long beards, I want to fucking throw up. So it's fine. Now, listen, so here's. Plus, they're meant, they're mug shots. They're meant to look scary. So, even if they were white, I would think they're disgusting. And in fact, especially if they're white. So, here's Obama. Here's these guys. 
You're just the, like terrorists. They basically terrorists. put people that look like terrorists in the back. Uh, to make you because this is what we think terrorists yeah. look like, which are guys with these guys with beards and blah, blah, blah. It says, if only media had been as bothered by Obama's ties to the Muslim Brotherhood, and ties is in yellow, Muslim Brotherhood is in yellow, as they are by Trump's fake in yellow ties to Russia. Share if you agree. Yeah, share if you agree. If only media type, type, had been delete. as bothered. <laughs> click delete. If only media had been as bothered by Obama's ties to the Muslim Brotherhood as they are by Trump's fake ties to Russia. And it's like, the funny thing about it is that um, there are actual ties to Russia and you could actually show, let's say, paperwork and documents and pictures here in this meme. Do you know what I mean? It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest one third ever. Third grade meme. Yeah. Like, like Jennifer Johnson would vomit on it. It's so dumb. Exactly. It's so dumb. It's definitely, the whole thing is racist. It's... It's supposed to make us think of... You also want Obama. It's also a terrible picture of Obama. You want to think he's a terrorist. I mean, the whole thing is just so dumb and stupid. And then some basic bitch goes on and shares. Right, and it's like, I knew Obama's a Muslim and he has ties to the Brotherhood of Muslims. Like, if 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 anyone want, has learned anything, it's we're not going to touch the phrase Muslim Brotherhood with the fucking 10-foot pole after no. what happened to Roseanne, okay? That's right. So That's right. it's like, get off Ambien and just stay off Facebook. Uh, exactly. Now, here's the next one. <clears throat> okay, so this is a picture of immigrants. Yeah, I immigrants mean, sitting on the side of the road, like whether they're being held there, like detained. You can't really right, tell. Right, you can't but tell. They're, but they're... They're sitting. They're sitting on the ground, right. just like, and they're obviously. And there's many of them, and they're sort of one, there. right. And there's a couple kids, and it looks like, it just looks trashy, and you know what I mean. Like it's meant to look slightly dirty. It says every deported illegal houseload, houseload. <laughs> God, I just got loads on the mind. I know every deported illegal household saves taxpayers seven hundred thousand dollars. This is why it is very important to keep families together. As they all are being deported. I don't even know. I don't even care about these memes. I don't even really understand them. They're clearly written by someone who has English as a second language yes. or third. And they don't have a strong grasp. And I need Vodka Stolichnaya to continue being arrested <laughs> along with the rest of her group. Yeah. And honestly, you guys, like, we are... I had been... So, basically, Linda James... Who, um, oh, wait, I, before you tell that, I want to yes. tell the, the people. Yes. The news has already debunked this particular meme, that that $700,000 is an arbitrary made-up number. Go on. I could tell the whole thing is made up. Yeah. And let's keep families together as they're being deported. Just... Yeah, it's so gross. Ugh, it's disgusting. So gross. And so basically, Linda, and you guys remember Linda because he took us to Hair Skew, Donald Trump Hair Skew. <laughs> uh -huh. And um, that was an, a good episode if you're new here. Um... It was last year, I think early last year, mm -hmm. um, or maybe it was even in 2000. No, no, no. Yeah, it was early last year um, that Linda took us to hair school. So it well, you'll he'll hear all about his hair system and mm -hmm. the netting and the wig. The netting, and, yeah. And the, and the teasing. And the, the weave, and the, glue. the wig, the glue, the hair. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's every single system all rolled into one. Yeah. So basically, Linda moved to Seattle in July. Right. And through the move was like, you know what, let me just deactivate my Facebook. Okay. And then when Linda got to settled in Seattle, she was sleepless and settled in Seattle. <laughs> um, she went to go like, or he went to go get on Patreon. <laughs> and I guess his Patreon was like, um, 
connected to Facebook. So, like, Facebook, oh. as you know, goes, makes you, yes. do you want to sign in? I, I can't right. even do fucking Candy Crush without Facebook being like, sign in with your Facebook. I'm like, I don't have yeah. Facebook. So <laughs> yeah. fuck off. Yeah. And, like, Julie will accidentally have it attached to her PayPal. To yes. Every, every single thing that you do online, Facebook needs to horn in because they will then sell that information to anyone because they're only the, because you as a consumer are transactional to them. That's right. that's their currency is their is their little subscribers is their Facebook right. members or whatever. So all they're doing is selling you and your information. And they'll say, "Oh, Julie, it gets on PayPal and does this and plays Candy Crush and this." And they tell all their advertisers how you spend money, and it's tragic and disgusting. And there's some idiotic Big Brother. It's gross. Yeah. So basically, Linda goes to to go on to to his Patreon. I'm assuming for us, and P- Facebook said like, "Oh, is this you that has been signing on to all your Facebook in all these states?" And basically, someone had been using Linda's Facebook account in all different states, including California, where um, I guess they like were f- making friends, Ugh. like in California. Um, let me see. Yeah. And like um, liking pages and basically friending. Oh, my God. So that was definitely. And that was one of the things that the trolls do is they take over like. Right. They take over. And that was the whole thing that happened with the 50 million. The most recent thing that happened with Facebook is that it was like the data 50 breach. million users were taken over like that. Yeah. And so it's like if you let your account sit there and you're just like, oh, I'm over Facebook and then it's just sitting there. Um it's it yeah it's now going on and and sending shit around so so Linda went on and straight up deleted the shit and yeah. was like bye girl good night wig your block cupcake <laughs> and what and we decided and it was a big deal yes um because of Linda and just because of well because of Facebook quite frankly um we're going to um turn off our Facebook fan page yes. for dumb gay politics yes our facilitator Emily Stocker we have to. We have to ask her, I guess, to turn it off. We haven't asked her yet. Emily, will you turn that off? <laughs> um, and Julie, what are you going to do? Well, <laughs> I have three Facebook... Well, I have two, actually. Two Facebook pages. I have a public page and a personal page. I had had three at one time, and we shut that one off because it was too confusing. So I am going to shut off and delete all of my Facebook pages. And we're going to turn off the fan page. So we're going to turn off the fan page, which means my public page, which is my fan page. I'm also going to turn off. I'm not going to look at it anymore. I'm going to get rid of all the Facebook stuff. It's it's toxic. It's bad. We're, I don't want to be bought and sold. I don't want to be Mark Zuckerberg's you Currency. Know, Bitcoin. Yeah. So... Um, we're just going to be sticking with Instagram and Twitter and, um, and we're going to do Patreon. So if you guys, you know, you're going to miss like the fan page, you can, you can go and make comments on Patreon regardless of if you subscribe, you can't watch any of the things, but you can, I think you can post on the community page. You can be part of the Patreon community without spending money and, um, and you can read comments there. Um, so we're going to try to encourage people to go to Patreon and honestly, like, we really only want to hear from people who pay us money. Um, we love you if you don't, and we're thrilled that you listen. But we didn't look at the Facebook um, fan page anyways just because we were staying away from Facebook. Um, and so we're going to encourage you guys to go to Patreon if you want to talk dumb gay politics. And if you want to just talk Julie Brandy individually, go hit up our Twitters and and Thirstagrams <laughs> for that shit because we're going to say goodbye Facebook and we're going to feel great about it. We are going to feel great about it. I already start to feel 10, 
a thousand pounds lighter. It's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. And we appreciate everyone that went on to the Facebook. I appreciate it, certainly for my own personal pages. Anyone who ever followed me. And for us, you know, it's just going to be healthier. It's better. We don't need it. We could all be, we'll all be fine without it. Right? Linda did it. Linda, Linda did, did it. Here. Linda did it. So and if fuck Linda you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> we don't need it. No, no. There's plenty of social medias floating around. And we if you guys want to tell us anything, go right on patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. Yeah. Post on the community page. Send us a private message. You can even, you can PM us on the Patreon. You don't, yeah. you know? So that's how it's going down. And now it's time to have an off-limits kiki with a super talented lady from across the pond. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Right. Let's have a kiki. Motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Die. Turn. Work. Let's have a kiki. We are going to serve. And work. And turn. And hunt, hunt, honey. This is the part of the show where we talk to someone else besides each other about a subject that's usually off-limits, politics. Our guest today is an international drag sensation. She accomplished something very few people do and lived to tell about it. She was on Britain's Got Talent in drag and damn near won that shit. And we live in a country where RuPaul rules all drag and network TV wouldn't be caught dead even featuring, much less celebrating, a drag performance. That is true. Not to mention many of our America's most well-known and beloved drag stars don't even really sing. No shade to them. (laughs) But our guest today can legit blow and not just sexually... She's super fucking talented. Her range is sick. Her looks are sick. And she is funny as fuck. So her show is just not to be missed. She's won 9,000 awards in the UK. She was in the Ab Fab movie, which we loved. Mm. And she's currently on a UK tour. But if you're stuck in America and won't have time to pop on a transatlantic flight to catch one of her shows, then you need to go on YouTube immediately following this interview and check out some of her genius performances. And hit her website while you're at it. So, without further motherfucking ado, <laughs> let's go off limits with Lavoie. Hey, oh Lavoie. My God. my God, I wasn't expecting the language, the swearing, the sexual links. Sorry, we were we me tooed you the whole time. Wow, I thought this was BBC. But... <laughs> we, do, we do have some like what. A, Two of our 14 listeners are in the UK. Yes. So Wow. And they're going to But this is for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's they will right. definitely come to your And show. if they're not following me, that's two more followers on my social media. <laughs> that's right. They'll be following you. Oh, you'll see the bum. You'll well, this is exciting. Hi. Hi. Thanks for meeting us in, um, uh, dare I say, a closet? A storage yes. room. Yes. A storage room. <laughs> it's very dark and damp. Very um, damp. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were taking me, but we're here. I mean, you know how it is. Um, okay, so what do you go by in your, do you go by voz? Like, uh, what do people call you? If you know me well, you can call me La, that's my first name, oh, La like, is good. Like La La? La. Yeah, yeah, like La La, that's good, let's call me La La. Okay, can okay great. Do that. I was just curious. Well, first of all, you got it right, which is amazing. How many times I've been called Leviox, Levu, Lavoid? Really? Yeah. <laughs> everything. Everything you can imagine. And it people means the just, voice, right? Yeah. And sometimes I've done huge prides and open air stage and they'll introduce me on and, they get, and they'll see the name and you can just see the panic of Lavouillox. <laughs> and you're like, what? Uh, that's shocking, yeah. I have to say. But I well mean, done on your international Did, did you have the moniker prior to the voice? Cause, or do you even have the voice? We do yeah. have the voice, yeah, yeah. Okay. So did you have that before the show? I did. I did. And when it went to France with Lavoie, they I had to be paid a fortune. Oh, that's amazing. great. If I'd known how big the show was going to be, I might have asked for a bit more. But yeah. Oh, that's yeah. genius. Isn't that great? 
Amazing. And then they asked me to go on it, but I was like, I can't go on The Voice. Love Calling that. myself The Voice with no chairs turned around. That could be career suicide. Yeah, right. Like, so, welcome to The Voice, like, here's The Voice. Yeah, right. I was like, let's not do that. Yeah. Would you, would you do another reality show? Uh, I, I said a while ago I wouldn't, but I think it's just so hard these days to get anywhere without being on one. I thought mm. that would have gone years ago. I thought we'd seen yeah. the, the death of reality, but... I just don't quite see an end. You've got I'd like not to. You've got to be on Celebrity Big Brother UK, I think. Do you think, do you I really think... want to see this waking up in the morning with no makeup? And... <laughs> yes, I think, plus I think you'd win. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, well, well, there we go. I'll do that. And it's like, what, 500,000 or something? Yeah, it's like half a mil. You go and like, I mean, you seem like you're a person who can like get along with people. Yeah, yeah you're so like. So... I'd like that. I'd like the, I'd like the fact of no phones and being cut off and all that stuff. That would be great. And they do games I guess they do little challenges not as much as they do in America because in America the, the one is like, oh is it full on oh it's full on but when we watched it on the UK it was like everyone meet in the, in the kitchen we make tea we're gonna see who can make tea yeah, we're gonna who see who can tea make tea and then it was just like that so you can do that yeah it's quite easy I, I mean you paid half a million for, to make tea exactly I mean I don't know I think you would do great on it well, there we go. Well, I'll, if they ask, I'll let you know. <laughs> and what about, what about RuPaul? Have you ever thought about going and killing the game there? Do you know, people ask me that all the time. I don't lip sync. I don't make my own clothes. I don't mm. do my own hair. So, like, I would literally go on there with no skills of that yeah. program. I just think it's I think it's great for what it is and some of the kids that go on it. The platform it gives them is immense. Yeah. But you spend all day getting ready and then you just walk down the runway and then that's it. That's a bit like me walking on stage yes. in my shows and then just walking off again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, right. like that's, that's all they have to do. And I think I would be frustrated that I couldn't sing or do comedy or do something. I yeah. think it's just too limiting on the visual things, how you look. And also I just think RuPaul doesn't make his own clothes or do his own hair no. or do his own makeup or jump on a trampoline whilst trying to no. lip sync a song while someone throws custard pies at your face. Yeah. And, like, you know, and where would you ever have to do that in the industry? So why do they... Matter yeah. they have. I just think it's all a bit removed. From That's a good point because in any point. drag that we've ever seen, people are either lip syncing, singing, yeah. which is not a lot, and that's it. And so the thing that... where they like go and put your makeup on in ten minutes in the right. dark, you're like, RuPaul you... wouldn't do that. Oh, you imagine no. if you got booked for a paid performance and you turned up looking yeah. ten minutes of. That's true. I wonder why they don't have. Uh, they they should do like one that's like a talent based one. Well, wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be yeah. Why have we just thought about that? I mean, that, I that would have legs. You know what I mean? Like, but also, it's also these kids that maybe have never done it before, they then suddenly get, they win it or they get really far down then they've flown around the world to do 45-minute shows and they haven't got They don't the have show. anything. Is that their fault or is that the producer's Right. That, you know, whose fault is that? Yeah. Well, That's I do know from personal experience, I have done shows where their producers talk about some drag queen girls who are there and they're like, well, I don't know, we paid them all this money and they did three lip sync numbers. Yeah. And that was it. Three. That's three. 15 minutes. Maybe. Really. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we're busting our ass to do an hour. Yeah. Like, God damn! And it's kids that go. It's 16, 15, 16 year old girls. It's not attracting your obvious right. gay men or 18. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's kids. I did a one um, and went to see one and there was literally parents stood at the back holding their kids' coats waiting for it to finish. I was like... <laughs> 
Wow. Because kids love Which listening. is amazing. Yeah. Amazing yeah. that they've got yes. parents that are that liberal. Yeah. yeah. But it's not attracting, I think, the obvious market that you would expect right. outside of the show. Right. When you think of drag, you think of like yeah. a dirty... Because we only have it on Netflix in the UK. We don't have it on a right. regular channel. So it just we just go it in a And it's, Well, since this is a political show in terms of like the politics of drag, has RuPaul been like the juggernaut in the UK that it's been in America has it affected like- it's affecting it but it's certainly not how it is with you guys without without a doubt I think if it came over to us I think it would have that effect but we've still got mm. people that wonder how would it work in the UK because none of us mime a lot of us sing live oh, over yeah. there and we don't quite have that um, fierce sort of you know what do they call it? Death drops and all that stuff. Oh yeah, like ball. We don't ball, do that. We're far too culture. British. We yeah, wouldn't. I guess I never thought of that. Do, 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 do Culturally, you, do, you ball, do you have ball culture there? But do you know what I mean? Like the balls, the no, no, no. I do know what you mean. You know no, what we mean? don't. We don't. So that we was don't. never a thing there. No, never mm-hmm. a thing. Interesting. Never a thing. I think it's had more of a juicy history in the states than it ever has had yeah. in the UK. We've had much more of a sort of vaudeville variety type history mm-hmm. with it. Much more guys that have done big theatre shows and right. not the underground yeah. of course we've got it of course well, we yeah, have well yeah Taboo but... and stuff and Lee Bowery and yeah, that, yeah, yeah that, of course. the club kids but, but it's not on a much the... smaller scale compared to what you guys so have. interesting yeah. I wonder yeah and do you Julie was curious if you did like your voice bring you to drag or mm. did drag, drag bring you show to you your voice great voice uh, <laughs> yeah that way around my voice brought me to because you were like in theater and that yeah, kind of theater. thing. Yeah, I always wanted to do musical theater and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then it was, yeah, auditioning for Madame Jojo's, which was a club in Soho, which was renowned. And they did like, there was like eight eight different acts and people with snakes and all. It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my God. And we got, we got a part in that. And that lasted about seven years. So I sort of cut my teeth sort of by doing that, really. Mm. And now and are, you, are you there. like loving it? Is it? Oh is, my God, ever... yes. You totally love it. This, of course, there's days when you're like, Oh, you know, I really have to put all this on and do that. But of course, you. I never thought I would earn a living from doing this. This is insane. Your and show also, is so great. I mean, I oh, really, really, really love it. And it is different than what we, I think, yeah. than what we have, what we're used to. Yeah, oh, wow. completely. Because you're, yeah, well, you're singing. You're, it's literally, you're a, a, a wonderful songstress, a lady songstress singing her songs. Do you not have, you must have people, you must have some that sing live, I guess, in... Um, there are some, and there's but definitely comedians. I mean, there's few. There's few that do music and comedy, I would say. And okay. certainly, like, like if I thought, if in my mind I could think of one, I think of Hedda Lettuce, let's say. Do you know Hedda? Okay. Jackie, yeah, of course. Jackie and, and Jackie and Cherry. The old school. Yeah, 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 old school, and they were trying to do, it's like songs, and then there's sometimes there's songs parody, but you're doing songs. 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 Anyway, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. and it is yeah, cool, yeah. and it's great, and it's fun. And I it's... hope people check you out. You guys are 14 <laughs> listeners. You, those YouTube views are going to shoot up too. <laughs> there we go. You know? There we go. Okay, so tell us about like your, like your political. Like, did you grow up, or is your family? Do they talk about politics? I grew up in the north of England, so very much a working town. Um, not massively politically parents, but I don't think we have quite the political voice that you guys might have in the States. I don't think we tend to, we're quite British about it and we'll just put up with things. Of course, we had <laughs> Margaret Thatcher in the 80s and all that stuff. So that was big because my parents ran a small business and she brought all the small business taxes and all this. So I remember all that being a huge thing as a kid, closing all the mines, like the coal mines, if you know about this, but mm. she like destroyed entire villages and towns by closing all the mines down because it was saying it was a dated thing. And, oh. you know, and so people 
you know, hated her. So that, that was a time I remember being political, but then I suppose the only time I've seen such a resurgence is the whole Brexit thing that we're going through now. Which... Yeah, and what do you think, when, like, what, what's your feeling on Brexit? Well, wait, can I just say, oh, we yeah. did yeah? a special episode uh-huh. about it, and I now don't remember. <laughs> it's hard to, just explain what it is if you but know no, or not. Yeah, I mean, don't. we don't know what it is. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> okay. so crazy. That's the thing, what's the biggest, most stupid thing about it is, so we are obviously part of Europe, which is a huge collection of all the different countries, France and Germany and Spain, and it was, I think it was after the war, they decided they would all create this big European Union, we'd all come together and we'd help with trade and rebuilding and get rid of all visas so people could travel freely and it was mm-hmm. all this big post-war collective decision that was amazing we've all known it for years we can go and live in these countries no problem people can come up to us we you know rely on it for everything yeah and then all of a sudden there was this vote about maybe we should come out of it which i can't tell you why that came about or what that was and we did that thing i suppose a bit like you guys with those people that didn't think Trump would win, you just didn't think it would mm. happen. Mm-hmm. We all went to bed and woke up one day and we're like, oh, we're, you know, half the country voted leave. And even the politicians didn't know what that meant. So all of a sudden it happened, the sort of the public spoke, and they're all like, well, what does this mean? And how do we work out trade? And how does the currency change? Can we. So now they're all, you know, the, the Prime Minister resigned, all these people just left Parliament. We were left with like a skeleton of. People and Theresa. Oh, I didn't know that. Did yeah, know she resigned? and Theresa. Yeah, we had David Cameron, who was the guy that pushed for the vote, thinking like this won't. You know, we'll all stay, remain, we'll all still be well, in Europe. Right. It went leave, and he was like, "See ya." Oh, and him. Left. Oh, and then Theresa May took over. Was, I yeah, there was she, literally I she no one. I was like, "Oh my god!" No, there was no one. Because she's into it, isn't she? Yeah, she was like she's the like only super person. Into it. Like that, literally by default had to step up. She didn't want to be doing it. She didn't ask for that job, and she's trying to make the best out of it. I'm not defending her because I think the whole thing is a bloody mess, but did who else would want to do pound? that job? Did, what happened like with the euro and did you change currency? No, we're still not. There's been no change. <laughs> oh, okay. So and it's weird. now like two years on. I think the deadline is next year sometime that like it's all got to be decided, but they, we don't know. What, even the people that voted leave don't know what's going to happen. And do they, when you, if you were to ponder why anyone would want to leave the European Union? Can you, do you? I think it's based on a very small-minded people that don't live in cities or the big multicultural parts of the UK where they just think that very naive view of, well, all these people are coming over and taking all our oh, jobs. so it's and like the all the Trump It's exactly the, the same. same thing. It's exactly, people have no correlation of the, the worth that they're bringing in. Or the, right. So it's all that. Well, they're taking our jobs and this is happening. They didn't just shoot me. The microphone fell over. In case that was a <laughs> that was bang. my fault. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, so it's that. It's I feel like I'm remembering it was like people feeling like England was the head of it all and just like everything else was dead weight. And it was like, we're, we're carrying, like, you know, like exactly like what yeah. you're saying, like Trump, Trumpian, like, there was a few right, like immigrants are coming and taking our jobs and then they're yeah. going to take our jobs and then we're going to have any jobs and then we have the whole... And, the, and it's the same. Tell me that. And Greece had a big financial crash and we bailed them out. And then another right. Did. And there were people like, why are we sending them all this money? They've done nothing for us. And right. you're like, oh my God. It's like exactly <laughs> it's like. exactly. And all the Brits that are now retired and living in Greece are like, oh crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, do we have to move back? What's going on? Yeah. Right. It's just a right mess. 
it's people are just they get into this thing where they think someone's taking something from them and I mean a lot of people that voted to leave are like going well you didn't tell us this would happen when we voted leave and right yeah. like, what well, were you thinking yeah, what you're going to leave what the European thinking? Union and do what you're going to secede and we're such a small from... island like what you know what we're going to do for trade and even Obama when it happened because he was still in then um, said the UK will be the bottom of the list for any trade deals he will be behind the collective Europe you know because of course in a in a war situation, the more countries on your side, the better course. than one little island. Yes. Yes. So, of course, we're all like, well, great, we've just lost America <laughs> in a war. Great. Right. Yeah, you and know, you think thanks. after world, the world wars and everyone fighting, you think it would be a good thing for yeah. everyone to be together. Yeah, of but, of course, Trump has now come out and said, uh, oh, well, we'll help. You know, go on you, Britain. And oh, right, of course. Well, he's, of course. I mean, do you guys have an obsession with, um, like, people know about Trump in Europe, obviously. Yeah. Whatever. Do you follow other prime ministers in other countries? Like, are you like, oh, Emmanuel Marcon, mm. and no. or yeah? Like, no. I think I probably no. like, I probably have never known so much American politics on British television mm. ever. Is there? Is there ever? The the it was when um, you would have complete, you know, presidential elections, and we wouldn't even really know about it. <laughs> the, the day would be like, oh, the new president is this. We'd have no build up to it. The Obama thing was massive. Of course, yeah. that was amazing when all that happened and the, you know, yeah. all the, the images of all the older black men and women crying at his swear. It was just yeah. a beautiful moment. And then since Trump, or even the lead up to it, it is on our televisions every single day. It's like the best soap opera. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's your yeah. lives and I'm calling it that. But for us, it's like just we're with you guys on, oh, my God, this is immense. Right, the so things. people are watching it like the like um, like we're watching it. Not the Trump people are watching it, but like we're like, can we? We don't even believe this is happening still. Yeah, to- totally, like, totally, just like how is this? And and even if you don't understand American politics, you can just tell that it's really wrong. Yeah, right. fucked up. Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> really, like what the hell's going on? Uh, but of course, when he came over to England, there was well, first of all, we banned him coming over. There was a massive petition. Right. And it was protests all over, which was amazing. I've never... To get Brits out on the streets, it has to be pretty full on. That's amazing that we did that. Right. they're normally the quiet protesters. But to pile in the streets is huge. Yeah, I don't think I've ever noticed, like, a big protest in, yeah, let's say, just London. Yeah. Or there might be, like, you know, one man and a dog with a placard right. about something <laughs> yeah. in the corner. And you're like, oh, bless right. him. But, yeah, right. for that level was massive. Wow. And then Trump the whole really... thing with the Queen when he... Walked in front of the Queen and she had yes. to go. I mean, that Did was people just, go crazy. Like, that was just huge. Yeah, yeah. People like, must have lost their minds. Oh my God! Yeah, you don't do that to Liz. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Are you people don't... loving the new royals? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, loving it. Loving I think it. we're loving it. I think it's a great step forward. I think the monarchy is such a slippery slope. It costs us so much money, and so many people are like, "Why do we have these people?" Right. And I think the fact that they're becoming a bit more, they're getting younger, and now we've got yeah. Meghan in, and it's all yeah. sort of slight mixed heritage is coming in it's just it's making them more modern and more now and it's whoever's doing their PR is right yeah, I yeah. definitely thought it was a move I was it's, like oh they're trying to get people back into it yeah isn't there rumours I don't know because we've been like out of the news this week but I think there's rumours she might be pregnant yeah oh, I just read that yeah right yeah that's, You're I probably, think she is by the time this goes out the guy like, yeah, she'll give him for yeah. like five months <laughs> yeah. it's definitely been on all the magazines but really like so that's really reacts. exciting yeah that's cool Oh, but you would, wouldn't you? Though he's so handsome. I mean, you just, you just get that sorted. <laughs> You'd get that sorted, inheritance. Yeah, yeah would get that. Yeah. Who's hotter, Harry or William? See, it used to be before William lost his hair, he yeah. was great. But no, it's got to be, it's got to be Harry. Yeah, it's the Vegas thing when he did the Vegas nude pictures. Do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. That yeah. was just we were all like, 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, imagine he's... getting a phone call from your grand being the queen going, Harry, <laughs> you need to come home now? I mean, he <laughs> seems like he's a good time. I always like to imagine that that's when they met, too. Him, I don't know oh, why. Oh, yeah. He's got the best deal. He'll never be king because there's so many people in line. To, you know, he's just got, you know, he's a HRH and he can just do whatever he wants. Whatever he's he wants. He's never going to have to take the crown and just have the, it's great. Now, how political are your audiences? Do you, or do you touch on it at all? Like, it, I mean, even, even American politics are just... Yeah, I do. And, I, you know, there's, there's a shift, I think, because it's so spoken about by everyone now, your audience are more politically aware than, than ever, especially with... Mm. You mentioned you have to mention the word Trump, and you'll either get a, a boo or, a, you know, you can tell that uh, you're on a ground there. You never used to get that. I used to be able to make really, like... Probably offensive to some people, but you'd make Hillary jokes about, you know, the Monica Lewinsky year or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it would get a bit of a, it was so dated, it would get a bit of a, a titter and a laugh. You do that now, you get, Bleh. since that book, the What yeah. Happened book came out, they, you cannot touch Hillary in comedy, I find. You, I just couldn't go there. Interesting. I, yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. Before the What Happened book, you could do it, you know, and, you know, should I, I used to say things. I used to say things like, um, well, she only ran for presidency because she wanted to know what it was like to sleep in the president's bed. And everyone would go, ah! And now they go, oh. And you're like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> I like that. that but Trump, you can still get away with. You get a mixed reaction, not from people being offended that you've made a Trump joke, but I don't think they want you to go there. They want escapism for a show. Of, yeah. We don't want to talk about that. Right. Um, like when you perform and you travel, you must travel all over yeah, yeah, yeah. the world. Um, how's drag received in some place you know what I mean yeah or in the or in the south in yeah I've never really done right bang in the middle so what have I done I've done New York I've done San Francisco San Diego yeah that's it so mainly it's just on the coast so like like liberal and then in the UK is it is it have you traveled when you perform do you travel all over so you massive difference so it's getting better but you you um obviously you've got London in the south and Brighton on the coast which is all Brighton is sort of where the gays retire when they're older to the beach. In America. Okay. <laughs> Even though the weather's terrible, they still do it. And, um, and then you've got the northern, the big towns like Manchester and all that have a great, great scene up there. But then you go further up to like Scotland or Wales and they still love it and they accept it, but they, some of them are seeing it for the first time. Mm. So, it's, so it's a very much a new sort of, oh my God, this is so cool. And so they just, they look at you with this sort of wide eyed, like, whoa. Like, yeah, there's actually, you know, you must come from London. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, they're sort of like, wow, this, they're not against it, but they just think it, it's just so new for them. Yeah. Is um, that like the country, like the side? Yeah, right in the country. But I think more and more they're embracing it. They're not, there is some places that we'll try and do the show and they're like, oh no, we don't want that sort of thing here. And you're like, right. pardon? They're like, oh, well, no, we didn't mean that. You know, don't <laughs> right. say, yeah, so you, yeah, but uh, it's, it's We everywhere. like to rank, like, let's say the Scandinavian country. And then we'll ask, <laughs> Like cab drivers to do it. Right. So, what would you and we were doing? We like to. We definitely what? do it with Europe. Oh, like so, for okay. example, like in the we, Scandinavian. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, who, I mean, we all know how the Scandinavian thing breaks down. I mean, you know, it what just I mean? is what it is. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we with with Europe now. This gets dicey, but everybody <coughs> always always puts like England at the top. Is oh really? One. Out of Europe? Out of, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. While I'm still in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then, yeah. So then you go to at that point. Top five. Usually, yeah, we're going to always do top five. So top five. Do you know your top five? or do you Of have... European countries? Yeah. 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 Okay, for me, <laughs> um, no offense to where I live, but I think when you live there, I think you've always that ambition to of course. ideally somewhere else. Uh, Italy, for mm. me, would be number one. So that's, that's where food. you would go if you had to 
get out of if you had to leave. Maybe. Yeah. Like if you, you go to Italy. Yeah. Okay. Because that was a question. Purely too. for the pasta and the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know if I'd work. But yeah. <laughs> it might not last long, but that's where I'd go. And then, uh, then would it be? It would be Italy. Then it would be. And then I would probably choose England if there was a. That would be. Okay. That would be two. <laughs> then it would sort of go France. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> France, Spain, and then I would, wouldn't want to do it, but I'd go Germany. Uh-huh. <laughs> you would? Yeah, you I wouldn't would. even put Greece? Oh. This is what about we did. Brussels, we forgot about Belgium. Belgium. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about... Yeah, I'm in yeah. Europe, and I, should, I don't even know the countries. <laughs> if you said to me, list all the European <laughs> countries, I'd be like, I've got to go. Um, Netherlands is part of the European Union, isn't it? Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what if it's not? People are like, I don't know. Well, okay, Greece. Yes, Greece. Somewhere like Santorini or one of those amazing... Yeah. We even like Athens, even though Athens... Yeah, sorry, Germany, even... but you've just yeah, been no. scooped Germany up just kind of can't. You it's know what I mean? They kind of lost... practical them. and... It's sorry about the Holocaust. Basic and sausages and cabbage and... Mm, Jew killing yeah. and stuff. Like they... <laughs> oh, you can't bring that up. So let it go. Let it go. We aren't all like that. We aren't all like that. We, we change. We change from that. We don't do that no more. My grandfather is not even live anymore. He's in closet. <laughs> we are not all like that. I love Jews, gypsies, gays. You did good though. You didn't even put England first. We always no, no. I yeah, was... we do. We go England, France, France. Netherlands. We... Yeah, maybe even Greece. I understand oh, the Italians' then... lack of caring and sort of, you know. Oh, that. like yes. And with all the crap with the Brexit thing and all that, that would just be a nice place to go. That's true. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. I think we think of Greece like that because they yeah. seem like they don't care either. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but there's a different, I think, I always think Italy's like, they don't care but they've got a great sort of Infrastructure. Infrastructure. <laughs> we agree they don't care and they, they go, oh, maybe nothing. we should have. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like there's not, maybe we should have yeah. cared a little more. Yeah. <laughs> but they had some good yeah. food in Greece. Oh, oh my god, Saganaki. I'm not swearing. That's, <laughs> that's fried cheese. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Fried, just yeah. not, not even on bread, just fried cheese. Yeah, Delicious. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was so the good. Tomato, yeah. oh, mm. It's too much. Okay, well thank you for going off limits with us. Yes. Pleasure. Tell our 14 listeners where they can find you so you can see those numbers bump right up. I'm going to wait up all night counting me. Yeah, I know. It's going to be like a tick, 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 the numbers that you're going to see. I'm going to go with my Instagram because I need those followers up like we all do. And it's Lavoie, L-A-V-O-I-X. I think it's Lavoie, the show on Instagram. That's your own. That's my, you can follow my travels all around the world with my vegan yeah, driver. Yeah, your Instagram's awesome. Oh, you have a vegan driver? I have a vegan driver, Joanne. Never, ever travel with a vegan. It's terrible. Wow. It's <laughs> terrible. You try pulling into service stations for food and... Yeah, I love that you have a driver. It's only because <laughs> she drives very, very fast. <laughs> and we get places. I was meant to be touring for starving. six months and three weeks in I was nearly finished. She just flies down the highway. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love that, that you're on tour with a driver. I think that's exciting. Yeah, she dresses me as well. And Oh my God. Oh, it's a multi-purpose. It's, it's like, help. Yeah, it's exactly. Help. Got yeah. it. My driver, my dresser, my confidant. Yeah. She's amazing. So, and what about, do you want them to look at your website? Yeah, or? so levoir.co.uk. Still holding on to that UK, mm-hmm. United yes. Kingdom. .co.uk. Yeah, <laughs> .co. <laughs> .gov. .net. Yeah, and you can find all my dates when I'm, because I come over to the States and all over Europe, so uh, yeah. And where are you now? So I 
do um, tomorrow night, which I know is probably too soon by the time this goes out. <laughs> uh, I would have already done, by the time you're listening, San Diego, Martinez okay. before. Oh. Then I fly back to the UK and I finish up some of my UK tour going to you won't know these places, but it's Western Super okay. there. And, um, but there's people listening. Yeah, yeah, Crazy Cox, which is an amazing venue in London, uh, in Piccadilly Circus. Oh, I'm going to check And those. then it's big <laughs> Christmas show time, where we all do the big holiday shows. Oh, yeah. And then I start in January, back all over the UK with my theatre tour, right through to the end of the year. So. Well, that's everywhere. exciting. Yeah. And definitely people are going to have, maybe accidentally even seen you in San Diego when this comes out on Tuesday. Yes, exactly. That's true. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so thank That's you true. so much. Pleasure, thank guys. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Let's go get out of this well. basement. I know. <laughs> we gotta go. And now it's time for gay questions. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. Yeah. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. I got gay questions, and I need gay answers. Now it's time for the part of the show where we read comments and answer questions from our 14 listeners. <clears throat> we haven't done this segment in a while, but a question came in on the Patreon page from one of our favorite Patreon subscribers, <laughs> Agatha Pitchfork Ricketts. Okay. So we love I, you, Agatha. Love you, Agatha. Agatha asks, hey, ladies, what do y'all think about the Connors? They fucking gutted that show by taking out Roseanne. Scary time for comics and satire. Love you two for not watering down your shit. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> now we haven't, uh, you know, admittedly we haven't watched the Connors, and I only watched one episode of Roseanne, Roseanne the reboot, um, which I thought was cool. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I watched one episode of it too, and I thought it was like extremely funny. I thought it was balanced. I liked how they took the piss out of both sides. I thought yeah. they made fun of her relentlessly and didn't let her off the hook, and she made fun of like whatever liberal bullshit she wanted to make fun of. And it worked. And I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I personally think... Mm, I don't really think it's a scary time for comics and satire. What I think it is, is a scary time for mankind because of social media. <laughs> and this is why the the whole... that Your question, Agatha, was like right on time because of... I had been wanting to talk about um, Linda and the Facebook situation... And then we decided the thing with our own Facebook. And so I just feel like what got Roseanne in trouble was being on social media. And what gets a lot of these people in trouble is being on social media. Bill Maher, and Bill Maher has said some really whack shit. And that motherfucker straight up said the N-word, okay? And guess what? He's still on TV. And he said that on his show, in the context of his show, and whether, and lots of people were offended, and I mean, I definitely thought it was inappropriate, and I think lots of things I see are inappropriate. And then I also think things like Saturday Night Live, which are supposed to be satire and supposed to take the piss, don't, and that's inappropriate, because they mm-hmm. they walk the line, and I think it's tragic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like these people need to get the fuck off social media, and then they won't... Even someone like Kathy Griffin, she didn't get in trouble for what she did in her shows. She got in trouble for what she did on social media. So... Whether she should have or shouldn't have, shouldn't have, and the same with Roseanne, you know, that's all into whatever offends you or doesn't offend you. But ultimately, the answer is, if you don't want people to get mad, then don't be on social media fucking <laughs> flapping your guns. Go into the, the realm where you're being creative, and then you do have free speech, and you do have the right to be like, I, I was doing that in, in the name of art. But when you're just trying to fucking be thirsty for your followers, you're not doing that in the name of art. You're being an asshole. Well... 
I mean, I can't really disagree with that. That was like the perfect point to, to make. Um, I mean, I think you're right. Now, I would just want to add, I haven't watched The Connors because I'm bitter about The Connors because they called me to find out my availability. <laughs> then they called me in for an audition, which ruined literally, like, I mean, it was so inconvenient. Then I went to it. It was bullshit and never got any didn't get cast didn't get anything nothing 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 and i'm so i'm completely horrified not to mention what the scene that i read was dumb wasn't funny and they can fuck off so (laughs) that's just a personal aside that's just my personal aside yeah but uh i think that um as far as it being a hard time for comics and satire i think that it's definitely um, an, uh, a challenging time because people are very sensitive. I do think that in general, but I do think that social media is definitely the cause of um, people's, like, it, it, uh, like if Bill Maher were to say something on TV that offended someone or whatever, the outrage just doesn't, it, when it's on social media, it's happening right then. It's a fight right away. People feel that they have the right to just come at you so hard and you're you're this one's offended that one's offended everyone's getting offended and telling you how to live and telling you how to be and what's funny and now what's not funny and like with laura ingram she did something shitty on social media and they tried to like the the, the kids from this the school oh from parkland yeah mm-hmm. they tried to to make her the advertisers boycott and it's like ultimately if your bosses don't want to fire you, they won't. And if your fan right. base doesn't turn on you, then right. your boss won't fire you. Right. So, but it, it, none of these would even be, be issues if, if people stayed off social media. Bill yeah. Maher was all worried because Laura Ingram or whatever, even though he doesn't like Laura Ingram, but it's like Bill Maher doesn't have to worry because he doesn't do that shit on social media. Well, I think that's true. And I think really the point is that social media is really the, 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 the root of all evil. And that's the problem. Thank you, Agatha. Thanks, Agatha. Now it's time for So There's That. So now it's time for the part of the show where Julie's pessimistic ass has to find a so there's that moment among all the stuff that's pissing her off on the regular. She hates doing it, and we haven't had any wireless to check in with our trusty intern, Jesse, a.k.a. Arana Row. We haven't even fucking heard from Jesse anyways. He probably started hating us after he did the, did the live show with us in Portland. Right. And that's pretty much when we started hating ourselves. So um, it makes sense. But... We're slowly but surely getting the fuck out of our feelings, Jesse. So come back. Julie needs you. She can't do all the heavy lifting on her own. Um, but she had to this week. So let me know, ma'am, meow. What is your so there's that moment? <laughs> okay, we're going to really try and keep it like a, as a moment. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Make it a moment. Okay, well, I just want to say that. So we've it was hard this week to find a so there's that and really get into it because of our internet situation. So I found this. I read this article and I didn't really get to dive, do a deep, deep deep dive, dive, but just on the surface, I really loved it because basically the headline was a rural Colorado coal County was struggling. Then a tech company brought new jobs. So basically it goes, it's basically what it done to this. So there's a, 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 this place is called Delta County, Colorado they were Delta County. Yeah, Delta <laughs> County. And they were they were a coal mining town. And this guy 
Johnny Olivas um, was a coal miner, blah, blah, blah. Coal mining town, coal mining town. Then coal mining got um, wiped out and everybody got laid off. So everyone, it's the, one of those towns that became a depressed town. No one was working. People moved out. And this guy was talking about how, you know, this is the kind of town that people love living in. It was a small town. If you, if you like living in a small town, it was safe. It was this. We don't lock our doors. I mean, how many times do you do that? Like, nobody locked their doors. There was never any rape. So <laughs> um, he was one of 800 coal miners in, the, in that area who were unemployed between 2014 and 2016. So... During that same, during that time, this woman named Teresa Neal and her husband heard about the mass layoffs and they saw an opportunity. So they were like, we have to do something. Blah, blah, blah. We've got to help. Come <laughs> we, on, honey. We have to help. So we got in our Explorer and we went to Coleridge County. <laughs> Delta, so, yeah, Delta, Cam, Delta something. They took their fledgling com- company called Lightworks, began bidding, and they won contracts offered by the local electric utility that were looking to expand broadband to thousands of homes and businesses. Coal's going away, and broadband brought in new work. So all of the coal men, not all, but the ones that stayed, including this guy, so this guy, Johnny, Johnny, who was a coal miner, he didn't know anything about tech, he didn't know anything about anything. He went, they, um, granted to for them, they, uh, they allowed people to learn. They, like, taught people. He learned how to lay broadband, Wow. And he now has what he says is a not doesn't pay as well as coal, but it's still a good paying job with benefits. And now he's working in the tech industry for Lightworks and laying broadband and has a job back. So it doesn't pay as well as coal because it's not <clears throat> risking his health. And that's his right. Life every day. That's right. However, this basic thing was just like it's a, in a small in a small way. This is exactly what coal miners can be doing. And anyone who thinks that, like, oh, well, we, you know, as a coal miner and I can't do anything else, and or I was this and I can't do anything else. And it's like, actually, Ashley, you can do something else. And these things aren't that hard to learn. And not just laying broadband, but now there a lot of these people are learning coding. Oh. And learning coding. <laughs> and it is, but you can still learn it. And yeah. there's, like, you can go right to a, an adult, you know, annex, whatever, class. Take co- I'm thinking about taking it. And get yourself a job in coding. And it was just like, you know what? So for anyone who wants to say that, like, um, the coal miners and they're losing their job and they're losing their industry and blah, 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 blah. It's like, actually, coal miners are working in energy or working in electricity or working in these blue-collar jobs. There are companies who are willing to teach and there are companies who have jobs to offer. And all you need to do is have the wherewithal and the desire to, like, make a little change, do a little work, and you can get yourself a new job. So there's that. Okay, so that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening and for subscribing to the Patreon. If you're still on the fence, go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and listen to two one-hour-long episodes for free just to see if you like it. Mm. As we said at the beginning of the show, we recently changed our goal, so it won't be long before $1 will get you two (laughs) hours of podcast.
podcasting per week. Uh, and thank you to everyone who has left a review or three. We are now up to 1,047 reviews on iTunes, and it's fucking awesome. We hate stupid fucking iTunes <laughs> because they won't feature us or care about us in any way, but we recently found an iTunes hack, and we changed our category, everyone, so check it out. We changed our category from news and politics to government and organizations, <laughs> and now we're charting like a motherfucker. So, fuck you, iTunes. Yeah, fuck off, iTunes. We went from ranking 250 and competing with Rachel Maddow and every single person on cable news mm-hmm. to competing with an old Bernie Sanders <laughs> podcast from last summer, and now we in the top 10 every week, bitch. And we... And do we care that no one's ever even heard of the category government and organizations? No, we don't. We do not. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> top 10 is top 10, bitch. It really is. And it feels great. And yeah. we don't care. We don't care. Nope. You look top 10. You gotta be top 10. <laughs> And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been top ten, bitch. <laughs> and Lavoie. Ooh, Lavoie. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up. By the way I look, don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Let me show you around and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual. Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania
Not the symptom. <laughs> <laughs> 